Hey everyone, welcome to the BFF Betting Podcast. Welcome back. I am your host, Kendall Valenzuela. With me as always, Ben Brown, the Ben Brown, PFF Senior Data Scientist. We are closing out Super Wildcard Weekend. We've got the Rams-Cardinals matchup tonight. Going to break everything down, so let's get into it. Football fans, I'm sure we all love an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game. But with the latest no-brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, you'll be a winner once a single point is scored. New customers who bet just $1 on any team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's just that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still get in on the NFL action. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PFF. Bet $1 on any team to score and win $100 in free bets if they score. You score with promo code PFF this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Final one, Ben. Final game of wild card, super, super wild card weekend. And we didn't have, you know, yesterday wasn't bad. It wasn't, it, it wasn't great. It wasn't bad. It I didn't, wasn't great. It, yeah. it wasn't bad. It was, I didn't go through like all of our mm-hmm. picks. I have gone through basically all of the the written content for like the island game write up. So I am, okay. uh, I would say with Andrew Fanacle, we are 8 and 13 through uh, Saturday Love and it. Sunday games. We did hit two same game parlays. So we're up like 2.5 units. It has been. Uh, a little bit of a grind. There have been a couple things that didn't break correctly. Like uh, Juwan yeah. Jennings went over by, uh, I want to say, like half a yard yesterday. And, you know, Jalen Hurts had an interception. I guess he had a couple interceptions. But that the whole Eagles game, I feel like I did not see uh, correctly whatsoever. And I really didn't see the Cowboys game uh, all that correctly either from a macro level. So I will definitely take being uh, up positive units with the fact that I uh, kind of bricked on those actual game plays for sure. So Yeah, you had the you had the Cowboys. I like the Cowboys, right? yeah. That was like the one time yeah. I've got against Green Line since like week five or something. Man. And I, I just can't <laughs> I can't do that anymore. I mean I was I you know I usually I mean I almost always just like straight up bet against uh bet with Green Line, especially on the game spreads and totals. That was the one time where I'm like Man, this I don't know. I was I was too high on Dallas. Like that's all there is to it. I don't think they played uh, exceptionally poor, at least from like the product on the mm-hmm. field. But like some of the decision making and everything else was just a complete and utter disaster. And they still kind of had a little bit of a fighting chance at the end. So I don't know. But I yeah. expected a lot better of you know an offense performance for them. So I thought they'd put up twenty eight points. If they did, I think they would have won. Uh, pretty easily but yeah that was that was not me seeing that game correctly for sure so I know I was watching your uh betting live stream that you guys the watch along uh that you guys did on YouTube and it was so funny because I had to I ran to the live stream once that series of events 
happen towards yes. the end just to hear you and Eric just go on just go on your soapbox and just preach how bad right. it was and it was it was everything I needed it to be yeah anymore. Eric went on like a really good rant the problem for me was I was kind of delayed because you know you guys at the PFF headquarters have like the best yeah. stream basically so I was like maybe a playish behind or something like that so Eric's like talking about it live and I'm just sitting here like a deer in the headlights having no real clue what's actually going on or something he's like the game's over and I'm like how is the game over right now I had like no <laughs> idea so it was I don't know. It was a complete disaster. I mean, obviously, Cowboys fans want to blame the refs. I think, you know, the play calling situation was just horrendous, right? And I mean, and Eric talked into around. that quite a bit. Uh, they did punt yeah. a couple times on fourth down as well. Should not have punted on either fourth and one or fourth and three. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm wondering if they're going to, you know, potentially clean house in Dallas a little bit, get rid of Mike McCarthy. I don't know for sure. But that was uh, definitely yeah. the performance that would uh, justify it from my position. Yeah, that so. would do it. We are running a quote today on social, uh, PFF social, um, from Jerry Jones saying that that coaching change is not on the table. So I don't know what's going to happen there. And then for a second, Ben, I thought we were going to have to come on this podcast this morning and apologize to Steelers fans everywhere. Just for a split second. Yeah, that was... I thought, that was, I thought it was going to happen. No, I was a little nervous. That was that was thankfully just like a great... In, so I wish we would have been doing the watchathon uh, for that one too because I think both yeah. Eric and I, without even talking to each other, both bet... Uh, the Chiefs minus four and a half as soon as uh, as soon as the Steelers return that touchdown. I do think that's like you know the perfect spot mm-hmm. to kind of buy into some of those in-game betting. And you know it wasn't even it wasn't even a sweat. They obviously covered the pre-game line as well after that time. So I don't know. Patrick Mahomes is just not a person that I'm uh, going to be betting against anytime mm-hmm. soon here. I mean I'll either just be on his side like we were with the over 2.5 passing touchdowns, or I'm just gonna uh, probably sit this one sit those ones out because uh, he's capable of kind of like turning it on. Uh, like no other player in the NFL can right now, I'd say. So, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. We're never going to doubt him. But let's finish out the end of Super Wild Card Weekend. We got the Cardinals taking on uh, the Los Angeles team today. So I think, Ben, 49 and a half total points, right? That's where we're at. And I feel like the matchup right here is really about like how the two quarterbacks are going to play today. So I really want to know, I think you're hitting the over on this total points, right? Yeah, I, I think that's probably like the one direction. It has moved up just a little bit, I want to say, okay. here. Uh, so you can kind of find it across a few different spots. 50.5, 50.0 okay. uh, probably at points bets, wins bets, uh, 49.5 basically across the other. Uh, legalized sports betting market. I don't know. I, 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 this is, <laughs> it's tough. This, yeah, it is really tough, right? Because this could easily be a game that's like 7-3 to three at halftime, right? And it's just awful mm-hmm. and like... And Kyler Murray basically like can't get any receiver to get any sort of separation downfield. And Matthew Stafford and the you know the Rams offense relying on Cooper Cup, but still you know making probably some poor decisions and then you know turning the ball mm-hmm. over a couple times and it's just being a pretty low scoring game. So I think you know if I was playing a side, uh, I'd almost you know lean in in the overs direction, but I really don't. I really don't feel confident in saying either okay. side of that. We don't and we don't have a play on PFF Green Line. Uh, really for anything uh, on the game spreader total here right now for nothing's basically showing value so Mm -hmm. yeah and I think offensively like Arizona and the Rams like they slipped offensively in the second half of the season right I mean the Cardinals were second in the league in DVOA offense through week nine um, and then they fell to 22nd and you could say the same the Rams were third until they fell to like 15th or so so I feel like that's where I get nervous when looking at least just at the points and Stafford's in Interceptions. I think you wrote about it too in your article, but his interceptions, like they they did tend to become like more pick sixes. 
And so that's also where you were a little nervous, too. Right, definitely. I do think we, we might need one of those Stafford pick sixes in order to go over the right. 49.5 point total, but it seems like it could okay. be a pretty decent proposition for that to actually happen here because, you know, he has been pretty poor in those, you know, random decision-making spots, especially yeah. in high-leverage situations, and, you know, it hasn't gone well for him. So I don't know. I do think... Um, you know, like you said, I think, you know, based on, you know, PFF's numbers, both teams were at one point in the top 10, according to our opponents, just the grades have both dropped out of that. We have Rams 11th, uh, and the Cardinals 13th. Uh, so maybe, okay. you know, like, I definitely agree with, uh, with you saying, uh, you know, in the second half of the season, both offenses have definitely taken a step back from where they were, uh, to start 2021. So I don't know, this is, it's kind of interesting three and a half point spread as well. I do think, um, doesn't really make a ton of sense unless you factor in unless you think that there's basically like no home field advantage uh for mm-hmm. los angeles we have we have the rams still as a top five team fifth overall in our elo rankings we have the cardinals at 12th overall so some decent okay. separation obviously uh you know the it's it's crossing three on the spread but uh this is you know maybe looking like it should be closer to four or four and a half uh on the spread from what we're kind of projecting out but we'll see i don't i don't i haven't I would say I haven't really seen either of these teams all that clearly uh, for the entire mm-hmm. season and more so even uh, in the second half of the season. So I'm not really getting involved too much uh, on the spread pregame. I'll probably get something involved here okay. uh, on, on the in-game market for sure. So Yeah, I'm with you. And I think the, it's weird because you're right. We don't have a read on both these teams to know what they're going to do in this game. And so I'm, I'm with you staying away. And I think... Oddly enough, the Cardinals are, I think, what did I read? 6-0 and against the spread when away. Hmm. So it's it's going to be a different, weird game. But we'll dive into our props right now. And one of the props that we just have to get back because Joe Burrow did not do it for us, but that is Matthew Stafford. We're going to hit his rushing yards over one and a half. And I just need – I need it to happen. I feel like I like this one more than Kyler Murray's, and we talked about it a little bit before the show. But Kyler's at – 38 and a half, um, which may be a little high for us. But let's start with Matthew Stafford over one and a half rushing yards. Yeah, definitely. I do think, you know, uh, we have basically the Cardinals defense is 19th overall. Not not great from a pre- pressure percentage or, you know, pass rush grade. I think they rate, uh, let me look here really quick. Uh, we have them as a t- ninth best unit from a pass rushing perspective. I think they uh-huh. grade out uh, closer or they look closer to like a league average team, according to just pressure percentage or one of the worst teams in the NFL based on uh, pressure percentage. So uh, I think that we could see Matthew Stafford take off here, but I think it's okay. probably going to need to be more so based on, uh, you know, a, uh, a sneak type situation more so than mm-hmm. coming from a scramble, but one and a half rushing yards. I mean, he's, he's definitely athletic enough uh, to do this. I do think he should probably get more credit than, you know, a guy like big Ben or Tom Brady. And that's kind of in the range of where he's at. <laughs> so, so. Uh, obviously like the quick passing game with Cooper cup is a little bit of a concern uh, with mm-hmm. him potentially going over this, but uh, I think he'll have one or two opportunities, hopefully from the two yard line to sneak one in or something like that. We can go over this number. So uh, I'd like, like this one quite a bit i mean we did get dak prescott uh rushing yardage prop yesterday thankfully so that was you know we we were good on sunday just not so hot on it uh on saturday breaking our hearts and i feel like kyler murray like his was interesting because i just i love betting kyler murray rushing yards because it's it's fun to watch him uh, without a doubt and i think with like so deandre hopkins isn't in the lineup anymore and i feel like because of that he's kind of taken back that rushing workload um, that wasn't like super prevalent uh, early on but I don't know with with Von Miller 
super comfortable now with the Rams and same with Aaron Donald just being Aaron Donald I feel like they're going to have a really hard time obviously keeping that pocket clean and clear for Murray so right. I don't know if we're light if we lean one way or the other but I think that's an interesting like 38 and a half 37 and a half is an interesting uh, place for him to be with that rushing prop right definitely so we lean basically on the under for him to go under his rushing yards also okay. his carries uh, at six and a half okay I I, I I tend to maybe agree more so with the uh, the rushing yards than the carries. I do think uh, he's going to have some opportunities here. Uh, kind of like you said, Aaron Donald, you know, Von Miller, all these guys are going to be able to get some pressure. I just don't think he's going to be all that productive getting to the okay. second level in some of those scramble situations. Uh, but this is this is kind of a key to the game, right? Like you touched on DeAndre Hopkins not in the lineup. Uh, Antoine Wesley, uh, A.J. Green, Christian Kirk, all these guys are going to have to get some sort of separation downfield or it really is going to be uh, the Kyler Murray show on with his legs or they're really not mm-hmm. going to have any semblance uh, of offense production. So um, I, I, I don't necessarily want to bet the under, but I don't really think you can get involved with the over here either uh, on okay. either one of these Kyler Murray spots. So. I know you mentioned Antoine Wesley, and when you brought him up before, you you do have, I don't know if you want to say this as a prop or if you want to tie this in with your parlay, but we do have to talk about him because you do have a play on him tonight. Yeah, definitely. So I like Antoine Wesley over 23.5 receiving yards. This is the lowest value play according to PFS player prop tool, but I like it quite a bit. I do expect uh, AJ Green to kind of get the Jalen Ramsey treatment here uh, quite a bit. Mm. So we need, we need Antoine Wesley to kind of win this matchup for, you know, outside of Zach Ertz, uh, I don't think we're going to see too much offensive production from the pass catching unit for Arizona okay. if Wesley can't win his matchup against Darius Williams. So uh, I like 23.5. I do think he can probably go over this, uh, you know, with one reception. He has been pretty decent uh, downfield, even in, you know, contested catch situations. So uh, I think I think this one's going to happen. And it's it's probably too low from my perspective at 23.5 mm-hmm. uh, receiving yards. So uh, I do think this is one of my uh, favorite player prop bets for sure. I was going to so. say, it's one of mine because it's so like, what? <laughs> what What's has been going, going with today? Right. So <laughs> exactly. off the wall, so, I guess. We it's an under the radar two. one. Yeah, it's, so. the under, it's the under the radar one because another one that you like is Cooper Cup, who is like the least under the radar guy yeah. we can have. Um, but over seven and a half receptions. And I feel like the receptions props recently have been doing well for us instead of going towards their receiving yardage props or anything like that. Yeah, definitely. So we like, we have value on both is over receptions and okay. receiving yards at 105. 5.5 so maybe this is wow. a spot uh, i know there's are a few sites you can same game parlay both of these uh, i tried it on bet mgm i want to say the last time these two teams matched up when he went for like 132 yards that was that was a painful one where i had like 135 yeah. plus yards uh over like i want to say 11 or 13 receptions or something like that i had hit everything and then fell like two yards short of my uh alternate line but i might be inclined to go back to the well here again uh, I do think that he is basically going to be the only guy, right? We like, you know, Tyler Higby yeah. to go under his receiving yardage. We like Odell Beckham Jr. to go under his reception and receiving yardage. So I think there's a, a healthy amount of target share going to be on Cooper Cup that uh, is mm-hmm. definitely going to be taken away from the other receivers. And I think that, uh, you know, buying into him has been basically the easiest bet you can make all season. And I don't think that's going to change uh, in the Rams' biggest game of the year so far. So Yeah, I mean, you can't expect what Cooper Cup did did during the regular season and think that it's going to change right. uh, come postseason, right? I mean, right. he's he's been reliable. He's been that guy. So betting on him to continue on doing this isn't isn't really taking much of a risk. And right. I think I read in your article too that 
Betting on Cooper Cup right now also, it, it's a prop that doesn't depend heavily on the game script, right? right you know right. that they're going to go for him and that they're going to go for him hard. Right, exactly. I mean, and that's and that's the best thing, right? It doesn't matter if they're winning by two touchdowns or losing by mm-hmm. two touchdowns. Like, he is going to get heavy target volume basically okay. every single drive, right? And I think that's that's the reason why it's been such a slam dunk this year. And I, like you said, I don't expect that changing uh, whatsoever in a, in a win-or-go-home game because they absolutely have to win here, to, you know, to move on. So yeah. um, I like that one quite a bit for sure. So Cool. Well, I know our Debo Samuel hit yesterday, which yes. was nice. We I had to, like, rein it in a little bit because I was too excited on Saturday just too excited. So I have one for today, and it's it's a different one, and I found Zach Ertz at plus 260 when I was looking. But I think, you know, the Rams have allowed the most yards per, like, short pass among playoff teams, and that's something that fits into, like, Zach Ertz, right? We talked about how they've been utilizing him and, you know, targets for him. But he's seen, like, end zone targets in three straight games and a red zone target in five. So I feel like if this is not what they brought him here to do, I don't what know what I, I don't know what is, but because he's been he's been great for them. But I feel like this is really where they they're gonna hone in on his skills. And with Hopkins out, I think he's he's emerged as Kyler's you know favorite target and someone that he's really gonna rely on in in the postseason, especially tonight. Yeah, definitely, I agree with you one hundred percent. Right, he's basically been the guy uh, since yeah. DeAndre Hopkins left. I think he has you know since coming over. Uh, to Arizona, so since basically week seven, week eight, he has 20% of the team target share, 22% uh, target per route run. So he has definitely led uh, this team in target percentage now that DeAndre Hopkins has gone, has gone over his reception total in the last four games, uh, went from three and a half all the way up to five and a half in his reception total. We do show a little bit of value on him going under uh, his reception, but that's just because it's at such an inflated price right now because he has been so, yeah, because he has been so involved, right? So I could easily see this playing out where, um, you know, he is, he he maybe goes under his reception total and still does score a touchdown, but I do think he's probably going to finish with at least five catches. So I like that one quite a bit. I think he's gone over uh, his reception total in seven of nine games for Arizona so far this season. So uh, this maybe isn't in, you know quite at the same level as Cooper Cup overs, but this seems like it's pretty safe uh, bet here, especially one. at a, you know plus two thirty price. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to get involved with this one as well. So perfect. Well, any other props that you like? Any parlay you have for us before yeah. we embark on this journey I ca- together? I got to get one more prop out of the way. I do like Sonny Michelle okay. over nine point five receiving yards. He you know ha- basically hasn't really left the field a whole lot. Uh, close to 90% of the offensive snaps played since week 13, mm-hmm. 75% of the routes run. So uh, I think, you know, one check down to him, uh, maybe a well-blocked screen or something like that, but over 9.5 receiving yards, that seems uh, quite low based on his actual usage on the field. I know he hasn't necessarily been heavily involved in the receiving game, but uh, this is going to be a spot where, you know, if you think the Rams are potentially playing from behind, uh, that's a pretty mm-hmm. safe bet, I would say, from my perspective as well. Then same game parlay, we got to go with it. It is, I've got two for five so far uh, in the wild card round. So this is like the one thing kind of holding me together. But I like Matthew Stafford over 23.5 completions. Uh, okay. You know, obviously a lot of short stuff. Two Cooper Cup, maybe he gets some Sony Michelle mixed in there as well. Uh, but then Cooper Cup over 106.5 receiving yards. Antoine Wesley over 23.5 receiving yards. Kind of talked about both of those already. Uh, plus 470 price on Caesar Sportsbook, and I think that's uh, you know pretty safe bet. Maybe maybe me liking those things also uh, is reflective of the over. Going back to it, maybe the over is the correct play here. But I think if you Ugh. if you expect you know. Uh, Stafford to go over 23.5 completions, then I think uh, all these other things are probably going to happen as well. Okay. So. 
I need a final. I need a final prediction. If you're so inclined, it's I'm tough. So inclined. I don't even I know. know. It is. I don't even know if I know what I want to. I don't know. Yeah, I would. I want to say it's probably going to be like twenty three twenty. So it will maybe okay. go over. And I do think that. But uh, barely. It's, yeah, it's probably going to be like twenty ten, okay. and then uh, you know, like like uh, the Cardinals are going to like kick a or get a touchdown or something. And then we'll see the Rams make a poor decision uh, and kick a field goal to go up six or something like that. So 23-17, 23-20, of those spots I do think okay. uh, is probably what we're going to see ending up happening here. So, All right. I'm with you. I'm going to lock I'm locking all these in after we're done here. There we so go. I'm excited. It should be a good finish to a super wild card yes. weekend. <laughs> but everyone, make sure to go to pff.com slash betting. Get all of these great tools, all of our um, prop bets, all of Ben Brown's articles. Thank you so much for listening and good luck tonight.